The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey, everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota. Listen, food brings out the passion in people, so let's talk about food together. Common Ground Minnesota is an online resource for you to do that, and it's 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 run by volunteer women farmers from Minnesota of all walks. We're talking big farms, small farms. We're talking dairy. We're talking produce. These women in agriculture are growing and raising the food that we all eat. We love to have a chat with them about what it, what it means to be sustainable and what does it mean when they're using pesticides and why are they doing it. All of this is available at Common Ground Minnesota website. It's commongroundminnesota.com. And then on that new website, you guys, there are videos, there's you know FAQs, there's topics, there's a great blog, all sorts of things, and recipes. And farm dogs, too, by the way. So there you go. Commongroundminnesota.com is your great resource for everything food and families and farms. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at commongroundminn. Welcome to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March, and I'm here with Bradley Trader today. Good morning. Is this your first co-host gig with it me? Literally, long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, my God. I am so excited. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. You are you hauled your cute patoot out here for me again. Oh, One more time. It was a, like when you asked, I was like, uh, what time, when? <laughs> I will camp out the night before. I was sitting here going like, who am I going to get? Because Hanson's, of course, up north and all this stuff. And Canon her tomatoes. Yep, canon all those tomatoes. And I just thought, you know, I was thinking, let's get somebody from the station so that we could also like, you know, because you guys have been yeah, out here yeah. and everything else. And then it just hit me. It's like we have never it's like true. as much as I sit and like, you know, scope on your Instagram, which is half the dog and half cans. It's literally. It that's is. All it is, is poor Jamie gets dogs. nothing also, oh, by the God, way. Poor Jamie. It's his birth. Yesterday what? was his birthday. Oh, it was. It's a milestone. I'm not going to tell We're you We're not going to say the numbers. He shaved off all of his pandemic hair. What? I know. What? It's a tragedy for me. It and is you, a tragedy for all of us. But he loves it and he felt like Is it so like short liberated. like yours? Is oh, it, it's short. Is it kojacked? I'm gonna, I'll show okay, you. Okay, we'll, we'll have a break all moment. Right. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know. That I was totally, when I was like scoping on your stuff, thinking about what we're going to talk about and just thinking of the th- question I was going to ask you, I, I found a picture of him and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's good hair. Oh, he, it's so lush. He has the most beautiful hair. It's sort of. And I feel like when you can grow long hair, yeah. like you, when yeah. you can grow oh, long hair, it's, grow. Yeah. It. No, mine is unstoppable, and so I just sort of like every once in a while, like hack off four, four or yeah. five inches, and yeah. then I just let it go again. Yeah. So I tried for five minutes during the pandemic. Yeah, and then I was like, "That's that's not, not a it. good idea." <laughs> so we're gonna stop that right now. I have to say, I'm I, focus on different things. A different. You're gonna can. <laughs> um, I do say that there's a lot of guys who have like these gorgeous manes of hair because of the pandemic, yeah. and yeah. I'm here for it. Oh, just totally. Have it. I, I will spectate. Yes. that's great. 
I love it. <laughs> um, and this is not the hair show. This is the food show, just to be clear, you guys. No, but hair food, it goes together. It goes together. It's Usually all... you'll find a hair in your food. It, and then you have a problem, and I just kind of, some people have problems. I just go, oh, well, you know, come on, deal with it. Yeah, um, but, okay, so I'm ex- let's talk about the fair quickly, because we're yeah. at the fair. Yeah, we're yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Minnesota State Fair, and yeah. it's been, and my weather report is that it feels like it's clearing up. A it is. Bit, right? I, I was a little concerned when I uh, was was going to the shuttle this morning. I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if I need an umbrella." But it looked like uh, things were going to clear up, yeah. and sure enough, it looks like we're getting a little peak of sunshine. A little peak of sunshine, and it feels cool. I don't think we're going to have rain today. I think we are supposed to have sun later, so that's great. But it's a great time out here right now. It's still, you know, chill. This summer is in oh, reverse. It is. Don't so you reverse. feel like like yeah. we started with a hundred degrees and humid? Yeah. And usually that's fair weather. Yeah, you're right. And this year, yesterday, no joke. I'm not, and I, I did not do this for theatrical effect. I had two blankets out here because there was a breeze, <laughs> and it was there so does, cold. We do get a breeze up, yeah. up here. I don't know why, but no, it is weird. It has been. Weird. I mean, everything's weird. Let's yeah. just be clear I mean, about it. the fair yeah. is weird why not? this year. Throw it. Yeah. Add it to the mix. Yeah. Let's just have it. I remember one year it was so hot that I was like hiding out in the Kemp's <laughs> little farm, which is right up here. They had like the Kemp's ice cream truck, and I was like, hey. I will be your spokesperson. Yes. Hey, need any help? Uh, yeah, I'll scoop. I'll be right up here and yeah, talking about ice cream, and that was all I cared about. It was so hot. Yeah. I, when it's super hot, I'm not in. No, it's well. It just takes so much out of you to lug your body around. You and know? you're not really hungry when it's that hot, and True. that's usually the hard part. Although I will say, and I don't remember what year this was, but there was a number of years ago. It was so hot that it kept everyone away from the fair, and that was the one day because usually friends yeah. and I will stay after one or two days. Yeah, and um, just eat the fair. And that year I was so grateful because even though it was hot, it was so nice. Yeah. I mean, this year we're kind of feeling it because there's not as many people. But all right, all right. but it was nice to just like walk up and be like, I would uh, like this. I could I get some cheese curds, yeah. please, instead yeah. of waiting for. 10 but you're hours. right. It's, then you then you get it and you're like, okay, I've had two things. I'm done. Yeah, and it's just too much. But so, is there anything that you are? What is your fair food? I don't even know. Like, what's your specific? Craveable fair food. I uh, love all the basics, so okay. I have to get out cheese curds, mouth trap, of course. Um, it's not mouse trap. No. Somebody the other day was just <gasps> arguing over this. I was like, no. I don't know why you're arguing. It's How? Why would it be mouse mouth, trap? Uh, why would it, it be mouse trap? No, because it's a mouse. No, but why cheese. would it be? <laughs> um, so all the basics like that. My favorite basic that not many people know about is Spaghetti Eddie's pizza on a stick. Yes. Okay, you're one of the ones who loves it's, the Spaghetti Eddie's. It's just so good. It's it like. Dough, yeah. cheese, pepperoni, yeah. some garlic. It's like a, bits. it's like a giant hot pocket. It is, but yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But better, yeah. Even. And then the other one is the one you turned us on to. Like literally, this lives in in not infamy, good infamy, whatever that is. Yeah. In famousness. You turned us on to Netterfield's fried bologna sandwich. <laughs> yeah. See, you got excited. You I, jumped. I'm getting it after the show. Okay, are you really? Yeah. Awesome. I haven't had one this year. This yeah. is because last year, this last Saturday got too crazy, and then I had to scoot out, and then I haven't been back. Until... We've been proselytizing that on our show. I am like, happy ever for that. Since. Like, really? Go to Netterfields, and people are always like, "Where's that Where's bologna this? sandwich?" Yeah, I know, I know, and yeah. I get, I get, I got to tell you, I have like, you know, I have a little bit of a vendor circuit here. Oh, oh you know, I'm like sure, yeah. friends who have yeah. booths and stuff, and I've been getting texts from some of them are like. When are we gonna go get that bologna sandwich? Because yeah. last year, the last—it's a sleeper. And I was like, "Hey, let's go get a sandwich. You need a break." And like, I take the ballpark cafe guys, and we've gone and gotten sandwiches and yeah. all sorts of stuff because yeah. it is a sleep. It's like nothing you would ever expect. And I remember walking by that booth, and it's by the Kidway, right? So like, I'm not over by the Kidway. And it's back behind because it's kind of like a food courty yes. thing. Like if you walk where from we are, I'm telling the audience members because they gotta go. You guys go through like when you get to that little like 
silly little turning carousel with the cars thing. You just got cut straight through the kidway to the next street. And there's this crazy sort of like bank of uh, concessionaires. Like, yeah. And they have like a little courtyard in the middle. They've made this really cool little area. And here's the best part. There's a hot sauce stand. It's the hidden hot okay, sauce I've stand missed, of I've the fair. That. So you get your sandwich and then you go into the back behind the and booth. They have the hot sauce. And they have like... They have Cholula, they have Tapatio, they've got, you know, all the hot sauces there. So then that goes on to my bologna sandwich yeah, as well. It's like really good. It's thick cut slab and bologna. I, <laughs> what I love about it is because it's thick, because I grew up eating, you know, um, when I lived in Texas, fried bologna sandwiches. Yes. My dad used to make those, but thin yes. fried bologna, so it's almost crispy, which yeah. is good. Which is and good I love. too. Super but good. This, this is like that thick, not ring bologna, but... It is. Yeah. It probably is. It's, it's, I don't know. It's thick. It's... Beautiful. It's, it's, like, meaty, a, it's, it's like a massively big hot dog that yeah. you've just got a slice <laughs> yes, of. That's exactly. kind of what it is. Yeah. I know. What's what is your other than the fried bologna sandwich? Is yeah. that it? That's well. That's kind of you know what though. But that was a discovery. Like I was saying, I kind of found it, and I was like, oh wait, this is amazing. Yeah. And that was sort of a moment. So that kind of overtook things. This year, my biggest heartbreak is the pretzel is the pretzel house. They're not doing their twists. They're only doing pretzel I don't dogs. Think I've ever had a. So the pretzel house, it's weird. Like, why do I love a pretzel house pretzel? I don't know. It's a buttery piece of dough with salt on it. Yeah. So there it is. But where is it? It's down over by the uh, by the sh- the sheep and horse barn. Oh, yeah. It's no, just I down by it. Midway and then the horse barns, and it's right in between, kind of by the big, kind of the, Scotch the big egg. pepper. Yes, right okay. next to Scotch Egg. I love that. Like, <laughs> I know. you know, we know the fair when. I'm, <laughs> we're pointing out food, food that, That's locations. our directional, yeah, yeah. yeah, our signatories. Oh, yeah, the giant green pepper. I know yeah. exactly where you're talking. Um, but that's, to me, I usually get one of those twisty, bready pretzels, and then I walk down to the cattle barn, the U of M cattle barn, yeah. and I get one of the Dairy Club's shakes down there. Oh. And that is, you guys, no other shake like in the fair is as good as that, I think. I have one that rivals it. Okay, what? That gets really close. Yeah. And I kind of like it's been my thing where on the way out of the fair, yeah. if I'm feeling like I just need to treat myself, exactly. it's been a long day. Yep. Sadie's. So Oh, I think I know which one you're right talking about. They're right next to the um what is that Canadian treat everybody loves with the poutine. fries? Poutine. So Duke's it's right poutine. next yep. it's right next to that. It's by the milk barn. And no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And or they by the do milk. Stand. They yeah. do frozen custard and they yeah. do malt Sundays cones and I always get a caramel malt. Do you know what? I don't think I've ever gotten a shake or malt or anything and from them. Like again, I always go to the dairy building and get one as well. Yeah. But Sadie's is like really big. Oh. It's a hefty, hefty one. So if okay. you want a, a smaller side, definitely Dairy Barn. And I always get whatever their flavor is. Although this year I, it was I chickened out. Oh, Sadie's flavor or down at the Dairy Barn? The Dairy well, Barn. Well, the Dairy Building is different from the Cattle Barn too. Remember this? Oh, so I'm, talking I'm totally the, confused. Yeah. See, I don't know the, what you're talking the about. The Cattle Barn, like down where they show you the milking of they the have, cow. They have. There's a there? shake there. There's a shake there, and it's the U of M kids who are pulling it. Okay, so and now because like, I don't bother with the dairy building with the butterheads. I like to go in there and I like to sometimes get a piece of string cheese okay, for six dollars. Now I have another adventure I need to go I know. on. And they have a caramel and chocolate and vanilla down there and they'll twist it for you if you oh. want. I know. And it's like a six dollar shake, which is I don't know. There's something a little less sweet about it and that's my jam. I like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't like when there's too much uh, no. syrup or whatever it no. is. No. Yeah. That's it. All right, you guys. This has been your fair roundup of the things we want to eat All after we're done. Things. All yes, the things. we'll be right. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're gonna talk a lot about fall. I know that's very. Some people are very sad that it feels a little fallish out. I am here for the braise. So we are gonna talk a little bit about cooking and all that kind of stuff. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk one zero seven one. 
While my talkers, Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty, have done it again. This time they helped my daughter Ellie buy a sweet little bungalow in West St. Paul. Ellie saw the listing on Facebook and I told her to call Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty to schedule a showing. By that afternoon, they were writing an offer and Carrie was lining up the mortgage broker and the inspector and Ellie, who's a first-time home buyer, will be closing on our home within 30 days. By now, you know about the crazy real estate market and how homes are going for multiple offers and it's true they are. But if you're with Savvy Realtors, you can find homes to love out there that will be an investment in the real estate market instead of just paying the same amount in rent each month and not building any equity in your future. If you're thinking about buying or selling, call Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty to get started. This is Stephanie Hansen, and Ellie felt nervous as a first-time homebuyer, but Carrie explained things so that Ellie felt at ease and like she could move through her first home purchase with Carrie's coaching. Find Carrie Elks to C-A-R-R-I-E and Sue Durfee at CarrieAndSue.com if you're buying or selling a house. That's Carrie and Sue at CarrieAndSue.com from Lakes Area Realty. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm with Bradley Trader today. Hi. I feel like I have to say your name like like we're walking out into like a no. wrestling ring I mean, or something. I mean, please do, but there's no need, really. <laughs> well, it's so fun. It's your inaugural Weekly I Dish know. co-host. I know. I'm very, very excited. I feel very fortunate to have arrived on this stage. On this stage. Yes. It works out. It works out. Um, okay, so it's fall. I'm sorry, but it is. A lot of people yeah. are a little bit like... I mean, you're still in shorts and t-shirts. I know. Can you see? I I, yeah. I was like, I debated. Sandals. I debated. I have a blanket in the back in case it gets yeah. cold. But it is supposed to be great today. Yeah. And I'm not, yeah. you know, it's supposed to be in the 70s and that's going to be good. My big thing is I love it when it dips down at night and yeah. it's like 60 and 50. Like oh, I'm, sure. I'm here for that. I want windows I, open and stuff. I love that. My, you know, we, we argue about this on the show all the time. Uh, Colleen and I do because she is definitely fall spring. That's her favorite season. Yeah. And I always say summer. And the reason I say summer is mostly because fresh produce, yes, right? Yeah. And hot weather. Yeah. That said, I love the moderating temperatures. I just get really sad. Like I went to the gym this morning <laughs> yes. in the dark. Did you really? I it's know. Dark. I was driving home from the lack of sunlight. A restaurant, or you know, a bunch of girls yeah. went out, and it was like eight thirty. I was driving home at eight thirty because we'd done happy hour, and I was like, "Oh wow, it's yeah, we're doing it. It's dark again at eight thirty. So I mean, I'm grateful for the you know the cooling off period yeah. that we get, and I love doing windows open at night. Yeah, um, I'm just sad about. Plus, like I am now. There's this whole new crop at the farmers market. Well, so this we can is get the really thing. Excited. I mean, honestly, for me, I like this is farmers market season. Like, as much as we get Pete. all like we get so weird about it in the spring, we're like farmers markets yeah, are there's open. There's like three things. There's nothing there. <laughs> it's yo. like chives, <laughs> lettuces, and radish. Yeah, you're yeah. like this is extremely like, delicious. I'm gonna make pickled radishes right. again. Again, I know. <laughs> So what I love about it, farmers markets are totally jumping and ready to go. And then this is also, oops, that's on it. Um, this is like, I asked, it's like cooling out weather. And yeah. that to me is like your ovens are starting. It's like start your ovens, yeah. right? So it's like all about the fall projects. I did ask a Facebook question um, about like, what are people excited about for yeah. fall? And this is what we get. We get Susan is ready for roasty meats and yummy baked goods with rosemary. Oh. She got very specific on the spice there. I like that. Seasonal spice, right? I love, love, love embracing. Yes. You know, just one spice one like rosemary. I dried a bunch of that in the dehydrator, so I'll have it all fall. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, good Super call. pro tip. Like, you know, t- like $2 for a big bunch yeah. of rosemary yeah. dry it out and then put it in a jar and you got it all seasoned yeah i was hanging them upside down you know oh, what i mean yeah, and just doing easier. that too yeah but that's just also like oh i should probably do something with that that i'd already bought I mean, um uh kayla or kyla's looking for apple crisp she's excited oh yeah 
some uh, soup and chili. We've got lots of like campfire cooking. Molly thinks gumbo jambalaya Ooh, is where she's going with that. I like that. That's Molly King. A little seafood. I know. Uh, soups and stews. Someone, uh, Jennifer made chili last night. She's like ready for football food. She <laughs> says, I love planning our Big football games. This is it. Yeah. This is what we're into. And this is where like, because this has been such a hot summer, yeah. you know, it's like it just sort of hasn't felt like turning the oven on and getting things really and now i feel like now i get this cool breeze in and i'm like i'm in it's a it's been a bummer because i you know i got obsessed with making bread and then i'm like i'm not turning on which is nice because now yeah. i can just turn the bread making over to somebody else for the hot weather but yes. um you know like bakersfield because they do the flour and the bread <laughs> so i can do you can just buy both. the bread yeah um but yeah so now it's like okay now i don't feel so bad about turning the oven on no i'm in and i'm like thinking about a braise and i'm thinking about that long and you know sort of an idea and braising you know is just where just to kind of yeah. level set on that is just that where you you have your protein or your meat or whatever it could be anything in liquid usually it should be like a fatty liquid i mean doing a stock but not covering it completely so you're not boiling it but you're just sort of letting it simmer slow and low you know, almost covered in a liquid. And it's like, you get the fattier meats like that, it helps break them down. You know, like a pot roast. Yeah. You know, it's like, you have all those, you have all those sort of sinews. That's yeah. why it's like a cheaper cut. Sure. And that's why it kind of loosens it. It just relaxes it. Do you have a favorite braising dish? Because I will honestly say, I, I feel like intimidated by the word braise. Yeah. Because I just like will dump a big piece of meat in the crock pot. But I, I would love some inspiration. And I don't, and I don't have a crock pot. I mean, that's because you know, you're a professional. I, well, it's also because here's the thing is I kind of want my house to smell like that. I mean, yeah, I have the Instant yeah. Pot. And trust me, yeah, we will talk about the Instant Pot a little bit later in the show. But um, for me, the braise is sort of that, like, it's that idea. is like I'm committing to making my house smell yeah, like pot roast yeah. and carrots and, you know, all the things. So what are, what are you even cooking that at? Like, what temperature? I know I don't want to get real specific. But. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, so the big pot roast, you know, sort of that we talk about a lot is the one I do with, like, um, I do it with Guinness beer. Oh, and okay. so like I braise it in beer and stock. You have to have both because that beer will just sort of evaporate and go away and you want to not dry out. But yeah. then you sort of mix it in there and then I put it in. I put it in at 300, I think, okay. you know, for like or 375. I do that for 375 for for three hours. Okay. And if I'm going to go 300 or something, then if it's going to be like a yeah. longer and it depends on the size of the cut, too. Yeah. You are you an eyeball cook? I'm totally an eyeball okay. cook, which makes it hard I to help people. I love this I know. because I get shamed all the time by my partner who's a recipe cook. Oh, who, no. He never cooks, by the way, because right. I do all the cooking. I was going to say, how does he have but in a to former shame? life? In a former life, yeah, he used yeah. to be the cook in the, in the family. And um, I he'll always be like, this is the best thing you've ever made. And I will never have it again. <laughs> because I'm like, because it doesn't. I don't know what in it. What went in it? I don't know. So that gives me hope. Yeah, no, no. My kids are famous about my chili. They're like, well, what's in this one? And I'm like, because it's never the same. The yeah. only unifying thing about chili is obviously beef and meat. And then I have cinnamon in my chili. Ooh. Yeah, I always put cinnamon in the okay. chili. And that is the number one thing. But then sometimes there's garam masala. Sometimes there's coffee. So sometimes you, there's oh, cocoa in this. there. Like it just feels yeah. like what, what felt like pulling off the rack today. Yeah. So sometimes I put the, I, I often put Guinness in the chili. At the end, and then do it you do ground off. beef or do you? I do, do ground beef. I'm not a big 
hunk of meat kind of. But, and that's yeah. mostly because I grew up with kids. Yeah. Like, chili was for kids. Yep. And to me, that was like, for sure, that was a ground beef thing. It just is easier. And now it's that's what it is. Yeah. But you know? their palates probably evolved pretty quickly. So they, they, yeah. and, well, they have their own chili, yeah. too. Like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of do their own mix. Yeah. They call me and they're like, well, what do you do now? When is this part? And I'm like, then do this and then do this. And they're like, okay. But then they're doing their own stuff yeah. all around that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like, I don't know how to hand down those generational things because I'm not... A recipe cook. Yeah. So I have to just sort of you got to kind them. of talk them through. My mom yeah. is the same way though. That's how I learn. It's like, oh no, I think we should put a little bit of this in. Yeah. And um, sometimes I did try uh, over the last year to like keep a notebook in the kitchen. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. mean I always use it, but sometimes I'll be like, you have to write this down. Yeah. And I think you know, honestly, that the task of or the skill of bread making has taught me to be yes. not afraid right. of specifics. Yep. Um. And so I've tried to get a little bit better, or I'll take pictures. Honestly, like Don't I'll take pictures. Think? I'll have all my spices out that I put in the thing. Yeah. Take a picture of it, yep. so that if for some reason this becomes magical, I can at least look at what spices. Yes, there's a way to, and this is that is I think the way that the that Instagram and everything else has changed the way that we cook. Yeah, you know because it does help us give us that track memory for it. Yeah, but I also and I'm and I'm I'm definitely here for having a recipe like i'm not anti-recipe yeah, yeah, yeah it's just that i don't like i'll read you want to improvise yeah i'll read a recipe and i'll be like okay well that's a dory greenspan thing and i love this and this looks great and then i go to the kitchen and then i just do it the way yeah. that i think that it's gonna be done yeah. you know sometimes I well don't and you back. have i bet for you you have a lot of confidence and so you're like <laughs> well truthfully or yeah like i mean no but like you understand yeah. what you're doing and so you think well okay i think the recipe is saying a fat is necessary here, I'm going to add lard instead of... Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, and there's definitely ways that I think that... And I do think that... And my aunt is uh, a recipe cook, and she's a very, like, you know... She, I remember her saying, like, she has to follow exactly. And I think you're kind of not learning as much. Then you're just sort of... You're just sort of checking boxes. You're tasking. Yeah. And you're not really learning about it because you're just waiting for the next thing to happen. It's like when they... Because I've been trying to get better with spices and, like, tasting the spice. Yes. And, uh, you know, like... Yes. Like, let's understand why would I ever use this spice in a dish and once you learn what it does then yes. you're like why can't i put cinnamon in my chili right right like and that is a thing that now everyone they may have they're like oh did you put cinnamon in this and i'm like yeah yeah well and you like congratulations it, so. <laughs> like you just found that so and you were using fennel you said in your yes park, i'm so. obsessed with i just i don't know what it was i found a recipe and i yeah. think that's always a good place to totally, start right totally let the people do you know uh, bring you the stories help you understand the dish yes you know make the dish always i don't know who said that at somebody at some point said that like always make the dish to the recipe once yes and then figure it out on your own yeah and um so i had something with like a like maybe like a porchetta recipe yes. or something not a real porchetta yeah. but you know yeah. minnesota style minnesota and um I, I was just like fennel fennel is like for a roast yes right because i've always just done really basic yeah you know roasty stuff but fennel on a pork shoulder is, is amazing okay we're gonna cut we're gonna continue to talk about fennel because i want to ask you a couple questions okay. about it when we come back um and we are gonna come back and we're gonna talk about canning too because this is important stuff right now all the good stuff this is so important we'll be right back this is the weekly dish on my talk 1071.
Hello, Weekly Disher. Spring is sprung, and that means the best-tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They eat even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka Salmon Share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. Welcome back to Weekly Dish out here live at the Minnesota State Fair. We're so grateful to be out here. I'm here with Bradley Trainer. Hello. And it's just super fun just to be talking food. And to just kind of, it's a really like, we're seeing some blue skies. It's got a nice breeze going. I feel like it's going to be a good Saturday. It's a really good fair day yeah. in the sense that you're not going to have the sun beating down on you. Yes. It's good eating day. Let's be clear. Oh, like yes. you can, you could probably. Well, to me, the fair is just like <laughs> I don't know what else you're doing. I yeah, I, I, I forget doing? sometimes. And actually, uh, yesterday, yeah, I was I stuck around after the show, and I was like, you know, uh, like there's just so much to see, and I forget that. Like I I walked through the agriculture building to get to the other side. It was more about navigating. Yeah. Um, to get somewhere, and I f- was like, oh god, I like I want to get apples. I know. I want to check out the honey thing. I know. And I forget half the time because I'm just so focused on food. You know what? I when we did the when we did the podcast on a stick. So yeah. two years ago, podcast on a stick, Hanson and I did that. We were here every single day. And then because my kid was working in the peach truck. Yeah. So he would have to be there from eight AM to like four. So I was like, Well, I'm at the fair every day no matter what. Yeah. And I discovered so much stuff oh, I bet. that I was like, I would go and I'd sit in a lecture, like an agriculture lecture, and I was like, This is interesting. Are you guys listening to this? That's so you know, awesome. yeah. and I just sort of, I hit every building. I walked through every single building at the fair, and I just kind of got to know it a little bit better. Yeah, which oh, is, for sure. and again, it's because we're on the food track, and we're kind of like, yeah, we got to get I'm, going. I'm food motivated, and we were talking off air. I like, I don't drink anymore, so like, that's not my motivator. Right. But I love that there's all, you know, for the people who, you know, not necessarily want to get like party crazy, but like yeah. who appreciate you, and you're one of those people. Like, yeah. you appreciate a fine cocktail or. Yeah. You know, like a crafted a beer. A craft beer. Like, yeah. that's the fact that when the craft beer started coming out here, and like we used to only be able to get Summit at the Midway Men's Club, yeah. and then it was like all of a sudden it bloomed. And now, of course, we're in this crazy place where we're making all these crazy beers. And I still think it's fun, yeah. but I would rather have that than, you know, an MGD. Oh, for honestly, sure. So, yeah. fine. But, you know, okay, so do you ever go into the canning building? Do you ever go into, like, look at the blue ribbon, like, pies and breads and canning and all that stuff? Absolutely. Yeah? It's, Is that what inspired you? It's like, <laughs> no, actually, uh, I don't know really where the inspiration came from. It was just, you know, we've had so much time recently to, like, yeah. hang out and try new things. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things I've always wanted to do, you know, like growing up, my grandma always canned and stuff. And I was, so you did have that in your familial background. Yeah. Not like she was teaching me or anything. Uh, but as a food motivated person, you know, I always just marveled at like the magic of putting things in a can. It's the same thing with sourdough. It's like, 
I marveled that you can create this thing. Yes. Right? It's witchy. I was telling it you this. Totally it's witchy. witchy. Yeah. It is 100% you witchy. You feel like a witch when you, you when you end up with a can of like beauty. And honestly, I just like, there's something weird about the aesthetics of things in cans. It's kind of pleasing. And it yeah. feels like you've accomplished, you know, like in the world, in yeah. our world where our, our like the creation comes out of our mouth and then yes. it flitters away. <laughs> To be able to look at something, so you're like, true. I did that. I did that part. Yeah. It's so true. Do you feel like, okay, so if you guys look on Bradley's Instagram, it's totally got, you know, cans and, and like jars and fermenting yeah. things. Did you, were you worried about starting? Like, yeah. did you, were you freaked out that yes. you were going to like blow the house up and or stuff like that? Or you gonna, right. Botulism. Yeah. And all the rest. Botulism, especially with canning. And you know, the thing that helped me with that is reading. Okay. Um, so find somebody. And I, I, I say this about fermenting too, like. Find some and bread making. It's like all, in, it's and all, I'm sure you would say the same yeah, thing. It's all connected. You, you need to find somebody that you trust and then just stick with them. Let them guide you through the Let beginning. Let them be your source. Right? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be a book, it can be YouTube. YouTube videos are great. Shocking how much that we have gone so far with YouTube. Yeah. I mean, like the mo the things that I learned just from other people's videos of things. Oh, for sure. It's amazing. And there is somebody out there who is doing whatever it is that you want to do. Whatever. So whatever. let them like, you know, find somebody that you trust. And, you know, again, with canning, especially, it probably would help to do some reading yeah. because you want to feel like you're safe. And here's the thing. The secret is, and everybody that I've read says this, like you, you're way too worried than you need to be. <laughs> So let that go, learn right. a few basics, yeah. and you'll be just you'll fine. Be fine. And here's the other thing, and I do this all the time. I don't actually water bath can a lot, or pr and I don't pressure can at all. You don't pressure can at all? No. I, okay. I, it's all water bath canning, which means you're limited to, the, like, I'm not canning, like, stew. Right. Right? Right. You're not, right. It, okay. It has, to be right. High, it has to be high acid things, so it's going to be, like, pickles yep. or fruits, and but there's only certain fruits. And here's the other thing. You can freezer can. Yes. So you can just make jams. And if it's just like you and like for Jamie and I, sometimes I'll just make enough jam to freeze. Right. And then I don't have to worry about lugging out the, you the, know, the giant supplies. Right. This is true. And so do you, where do you get your canning supplies? Have you been like, is there a thing like, have you found a source? Are you just a hardware store guy or what? Yep. Hardware store and Fleet Farm. Yeah. Like they're both great. Yeah. I will say um, your neighborhood uh, hardware store oftentimes will have more supply than you think because yeah. everybody i think runs to the big box retailers i agree like i have found like i know that there was the talk about a canning lid like just shortage. the lid yep just not, the lid not the jars and actually i forget because you've got the lid in the ring the rings like if you want the jars with the lid and the ring on them yeah no shortage yeah no shortage you can even find tons of rings with lids yes but if you just want stacks of lids you might have a, you a might harder have a, time yeah that's there was sort of this like you know yeah conundrum. like everything everything right. like everything um but this is like the funniest thing to me is i've had people like where should i go to get this should i go to target should i go to is there somewhere i should go and i'm like is there a website i'm like yeah just go to your ace hardware yeah like literally oh, you truly go get like a cast iron pan at your ace hardware go get your you know your strainers at ace hardware or whatever go yeah. for you know wherever it is and yeah, and I and I made that discovery because I just I think it was like Fleet Farm or somebody was out. I was like, oh, they're out, and so I would just like on my way home stopped yeah. it. The, uh, True Value, the Ace Hardware on Nicollet. Yeah, or like Fratelloni's or Fratelloni's. something. Fratelloni's. And it it's funny to me because 
again, you just think like, oh, it's small. They're not going to have a ton of stuff. They had everything. Yeah. And she's like, oh, we just got a new order in and we're going to get another order. Like, yeah. Just Tongs, make them your friends yeah. and you'll be fine. Yeah. Literally talk and to And you're your... not doing like. Yeah. You're not. <laughs> I mean, unless. Okay. <laughs> unless you're that one person. <laughs> right. Who literally that's their life and they're going to have a hard time. The rest of us are fine. No, the rest of us. Yeah. Do you go? Do you go and buy like, have you, are you the guy who goes to like the farmer's market and gets the big bushel of pickling cucumbers? Do you I overbuy? Overbuy. I, I have looked at some of your hauls on your Instagram. And you're like, well, you only have two people in your house. But what I'm the doing? same way. I'm the same way. I have I feed six people every time I cook. Doesn't it's matter true. who's sitting with me or not, you know. But that's why it helps to learn what to do with all that stuff. Yeah. Because then you can I mean, look like I'm not a farmer. Right. I'm not living on a I'm not doing the homesteading thing, right? <laughs> like some people, but um, and I don't have a family of six to feed. But it is nice, like in the winter, I'm gonna be able to pull out bread and butter pickles. Yes. Right. You know, so that's the magic. And that's Elizabeth Reese. And I, we always, you know, we kind of joke about that, too, is like, that's this magic where the, like, suddenly there's like free food. It's almost yes. like, like it's like months later. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. This is like free food. Yeah. And it's like and you then, already paid for it. But, you know, it's an investment. Exactly. And then you can do that thing where you look down your nose at other food and you're like, well, yeah. I made that. And I that mean, doesn't have any preservative. Thing right. Out. No, this is all natural it's by all my natural. hands. It's totally pure. And you're supporting like local farmers. You're supporting local farmers. And this is a thing. And a lot of them had, you know, you know, it, the farmers markets last year and they didn't know what to grow for crops this yeah. year. And it was all sort of like this thing of like, uh, we have no idea what this is going to look like. And now I feel like we are at farmers markets and we're buying and we're able to do you, support. Are you a regular f- farmers market gal? I am. And I don't have a CSA because I would rather farmer's market. And I I wish I could do both, you know what I mean? And sort of like have a farm send me things and be like, oh, this is surprising. Because I like the surprise factor of that. So I'm not against that. I just sort of feel like I should alternate. And I haven't done a CSA in a couple years just because I've been, you know, I was going to move and all this stuff. But um, farmer's markets for me is like, I mean, I love grocery shopping and I love farmer's market shopping. I just want to take hours to walk around. And then it's like I walk through the whole thing and then I go, okay, well, I did like the tomatoes better over there. They Mm -hmm. were maybe a little more expensive, but they looked okay. They looked a little bit better. And I totally have that. Like, I I can't spend... I mean, I can pop in and pop out if I need to, but I would rather, like... I have to go down every aisle. Yes! And then I come back, because the worst thing that you can do is, like, pick up the cucumbers, and then you're walking down another aisle, and you're like, oh, crud, those cucumbers look amazing. Those are way better than the ones I just... And you're like, dang it! Do you have a favorite... um, I mean, it's probably... You don't like to pick favorites too much, Well, but but it's, like, for me, it's a little bit, like... Where am I? You know what I mean? On Saturdays sure. after the show, you know, at the station, I just pop down to, you know, if Mill City, oh, sure. I pop down yeah, there, yeah. you know, because it's like right over the river bridge or, and I have not gone to St. Paul in a, in, I, haven't been in so I need long. to kind of get back over that side yeah. of way. So this usually now, like September and October are the times to go. So this is when I'm going to go. Do you have like, what's, do you give people advice? Cause I'm sure people ask you all the time, like they're intimidated by a farmer's market. I think most people, they are worried about like, I think most people kind of go, I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to buy it. Whereas I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm so going to buy that. Like, what is that? Yeah. I don't know. Put that in my cart. We'll see. Yeah, there's got to be a purpose for it yeah. or it wouldn't be here. And then I'm going to Google that when I get home. And, you know, like those little Thai eggplants, which are pretty bitter. What you, okay. What do you do with those? But those that you just, you have to figure out, like, what do you want to do with those? And I feel like you can do, as long as you, like, apply heat or saute <laughs> and, fine. like, enough butter and oil and, you know, like, you just figure it out. And I think it's more fun to sort of just figure 
figure it out, you know? And then, like, the kohlrabi, you know? Like, That's the other one that it's like, you know, for weeks, yes. you're getting kohlrabi. And yes. It's like, I don't know what to do I don't with know this. What to do and I, you know, we were eating kohlrabi, like, biting into it, just eating it raw. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then just, but, I mean, you have to sort of find, I feel like, the hardest part is, like, when people think, like, oh, this is what this is. This is a, you know, this is a mung bean or something. And yeah. then you feel like you have to do that with it. And I think, in a weird way, the the gift is if you don't know what it is and you just take a bite and it's like bitter and then you think well what do we do with bitter vegetables or let's braise it let's see what happens then and so to me it's like sort of that little journey is actually kind of the fun part not having to find the recipe for those of us who are like you know recipe agnostic then it's like we might as well just like might as well experiment and it's like three bucks, right? I mean, like a tray of food is like three bucks, and you can oh, it's totally take like, an afternoon of doing that for you know just like fun. It's like a toy store or a candy store for me. Like it just totally is. you know, and and the problem is I have hoarding tendencies, and so I'm just like I need all of this. I know, and then I'm like, oh god, oh. now I'm gonna be busy until midnight on Sunday yes. trying to deal with all of well, this. Well, and if you're preserving to so that you don't. Like yeah. waste. Yeah. That's a big thing for me too. Is like yeah. I hate throwing away food. I hate it. It's the worst. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, you guys. Okay. We're gonna come back. We are gonna have. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit. I want to ask you about uh, some of the some. Uh, I have a couple questions okay. about right. tomatoes in the fridge. We'll be right Yum. back. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We are broadcasting live at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Bradley Trotter. Hello. And good we morning. Are so having just a good chat about it's food. It's just fun. And fun I stuff. love, I love, love, love this. Oh, good. So okay. Thank you so much. You're now like the official uh, Elizabeth Reese has to have the first right of refusal. Oh, for sure. You know that she but gets that. She gets yeah. that. She's already she's like booked it. She, she's like written her contract like that. She has been my inspiration on so many things. I know. She's also that like sort of weekend projecty person. Super into yeah. that. That's and that's the thing is I appreciate about her. She totally throws in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think you'd ever do chickens? I thought about there was a time maybe 10 years ago I would yeah, have done chickens. I, I am beyond chickens. You know what I love? <laughs> like, I love local farmers who provide Exactly. Fresh eggs. I will take all your fresh chicken Same eggs. Same with people. gardening though. Yeah. I don't need to oh, do it. Oh, you don't garden. I don't garden. I was going to ask that. So no. you're not growing the things. I, you're I, just going to go buy them from the people who do. Yeah, because they are going to do it so much better, do better and you know. There's a lot I'll of... spend my time in the kitchen with the thing that they've grown for me. Okay. I'm yeah. with you on this. In fact, like the only thing I like to grow is I like things that I'm going to use in the kitchen. I do herbs. You like chives oh, totally. and all that kind of stuff yeah. so that you can just run out and grab it. Yeah, that makes sense. But there is something to say about like I am I try to do tomatoes every year and yet they kind of fail yeah. every year. They're well, not and they're great. so labor intensive. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're not really. I'm, but, I'm lazy. <laughs> like, I've tried. What yeah, I'm it depends on like, what your level like, of labor is. Because on the weekend, will come and you're like, oh, I should really weed yeah. that garden. Yeah. yeah, look at all of those weeds. But, but I could also watch some Netflix. Yes, but there's a, yeah, or like a, there's a bike ride waiting yeah, for yeah, me, you know? Yeah. Or like, yeah, I agree. And it's hard to know that. I know. And Elizabeth says that she's like every morning she goes out and she just does the weeding. And I think I'm already on my computer, like answering emails too stressed to do the weeding at that point. Yeah. And then I'm also like, oh, I should also be working out too, by the way. Yeah. So there's I'm all welcome to the world I know. in your head. I know. And so I do also love that fact of like being able to go. So one of my big favorite things is to stop at the Untights market stand. Oh, sure. The farmer's market yeah. stand. Like if I don't yeah. get to the farmer's market on Saturday or Sunday, yep. then I feel like, well, if I'm shopping and also because like sometimes I miss the farmer's markets, the good 
good hours, which are the mornings. Yeah. And sometimes I'm I not... love to get there before 10 o'clock. Yes. And you just can saunter. It's so good. You're not rushed. And yet, if I miss that because of events or whatever, yeah. I find myself at 2 in the afternoon on a Sunday going, dang it, I really wanted some fresh tomatoes. Yeah. And I find the untied stands, which are all over the Twin Cities. Yeah. I swear to God, this is not a commercial. Yeah, and for them, like at the I Minneapolis Farmers Market too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they sell there too. Yeah. They're they're a pretty big farm that is. They work. They have sustainable agriculture. They're you know they're they're it's a family farm. You know, it's just really, and I think finding and they're that always, everybody is always so happy. They're the nicest Do you ever, people. Like, notice? Oh. I mean, that's generally the case because I think farmers are just happy to be like to have somebody show up and take interest in what they're doing. Yeah. But, but like I always feel like they're always, you know, like what do you want? Yeah. What do you need? What, what do you, do you need? Yeah. Like yeah, like oh, did you see the yeah, they're always like, okay, I said, well, it looks like we don't have a lot of shallots. Oh, I've got some over here for you. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. We're, we're, get to know your farmer. Get to know your farmer's stand guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do you okay, so because you've been on the journey and because all the things, are there things that you have like over this last year that surprised you that you learned these like maybe tips or tricks, things that you didn't think you knew that now you're like, oh, I Totally am a pro at this. Are you thinking like 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 just farmers even, market stuff? Yeah, or anything. Like, are yeah. there things that you've learned from the? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is like you you learn a thing like, like a skill like water bath canning, and yeah. th- then you're like, oh, I can can this and I can can that, and then you're like, why did I can that? I'm yeah. not going to eat that. We're why? not going to eat. Like Jamie will be like, why did you? Why do we have like <laughs> you know six cans of uh, pickled? you know, beans. I don't like beans or whatever. Well, you yeah. know, whatever it is. Yeah. And so the, the lesson I think I've taken away from a lot of this is learn the skill and then find out what you really like yeah. and then only do that which you like. So with making jams and jellies, I love making jam. I don't need to make all the jams. Right. I'm just going to make the jam that I really like. That you like. really like. Right? But don't you think there's that, it's, it's sort of like you're in the lane and so you're just going oh, yeah. at first. So and there's just a certain do... amount of that where I'm like offloading things yeah. to people like, hey, how do you do feel you, about this? Have you been giving away things like yes. crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, then it clears the shelf. Right. It gives you another chance to make something else. Right. Right. Yeah. I know. That's the thing is like, and then you get in, I get into this thing where I like. I should have brought you some today. I feel horrible that I didn't. Do you guys, you know. There will be, there will be a, a, a jar we will, in your cubby. This is great. Can I tell you what we said the other title of the show is? It's because I should have brought you. Yeah. Like everybody who ever comes on, oh, oh I, I should have brought you. You know, we're like, I well, know. It's the, I, I should have brought you. I feel show. honored that yes, I have now You've totally fulfilled. got it. You've fulfilled the destiny. Um, but this is the thing is I do think that we're as food people, we want to share things like that. We yeah. want to give and we want to make sure that everybody has a piece of it and there's also that piece of like you gotta you like it almost proves that you're doing well yeah for yourself if yeah. like someone is like oh my god thank you for the jar of beans i'll take all your beans okay good, good all the pickling things like anything any spicy things i'll take it all well here's another lesson i learned like fermenting again that was the thing where i wanted to ferment all these things and yeah. i'd be like well I, okay. that was fun but i don't know that we're gonna eat that and, this and is fermenting the you've got to keep it most of the time in the fridge once it's done so you're going to run out of fridge space so you might as well find something you really like and this year i leaned heavily into sour pickles okay because i actually like those right. i'm not doing fermented you know blueberries and weird things the weirdness of like someone bringing me a jar of fermented strawberries and i'm like oh thank you pickled strawberries that weren't like i was like these are not delicious <laughs> no it's not and honestly <laughs> they're not delicious i there, don't like them there's a, unless you're doing some like gastronomic like yeah. magic that you have been doing for 20 years you're probably just gonna have a jar of weird stuff in the fridge and that's fine because yeah. you learn the skill but for and i'm talking to myself 
but I've had to like focus on, okay, what do you actually want to put in you yes. and you're going to eat? And it's always cabbage and pickles. It's always, it's yeah. going to be that. And that's, you know, and I, I think like the kimchi aspect of oh, it. Oh, and kimchi. Yeah. You know, and that's to me, that's cabbage. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. just a different version yeah. of sauerkraut and, you know, a different cultural version yeah. of it. Oh, for sure. Um, but that's the thing is like once you find those moments and you find that lane, then you don't have to get into the crazy things too yeah. hard. But I like that you said that. And I also like... If you're doing a project with other people, you know what I yep. mean? Like if you have like friends who are also fermenting and, ca you know, then you kind of compare notes and then you don't like they can do the crazy strawberries. and You can yes. just watch and like I have a check them. I have a friend who does uh, who makes his own pickles and it's like a combo of vinegar fermenting. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a different tradition, but he makes like we'll swap you know, jars of things because he likes the kimchi that I make. Yes. And then I like the, he makes like a pickled uh, fermented cauliflower. This is like, we. that's how the whole cottage food loss started. You know what I mean? Like the idea that you would just like swap yeah. jars with people who are doing their own thing and then, and then it's like, well, I would buy that jar from you if you just let me pay you for it and oh, I'm sure. for all of that. And there's so many great people. I like, I, I feel like I follow all of them on Instagram because I'm so in awe of you know, just doing it in day in and day out. I know. I know. Do you feel like do you feel like you've gotten a community of canning and fermenting around you, or is it sort of like I feel like I feel like I'm an uh, like a voyeur. You're a hanger on. <laughs> yeah, like I I look from afar because I yeah. don't feel like I'm. But this I is feel the like thing I'm about such it. a. There is no pro version of this. Yeah, that's like true. so. You are the pro version of it. Yeah. In a way, you don't have to be like, and that's the thing is like. The funniest part to me is when people from out of state want to know things about Minnesota food, right? When they, I just got a woman who called me or sent me a note and she was like, I need to do like the eight top Minnesota foods or dishes. And I was like, okay. And everybody wants to know where you find hot dish. Like, where's the restaurant with hot dish? I'm like, no, that's. You were not doing that. It, yeah. We don't have, that's not it. Like. Because we're just going to make it. Yeah. It's just, it's like our moms make it yeah. or like our grandmas make it. Like, yep. that's not. And so it's weird because this is the thing is like there's no pro hot dish, there's no pro canning, but yep. it's a huge piece of our heritage. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And so I find that to be interesting and I that's one of the things I love about our state. And actually to wax rhapsodic about the fair, that's what it is. It's like the fact that we go into the creative activities building and see a wall of jars and cans and jellies and everything and know that this has not stopped. Yeah. This tradition continues. People have been doing it literally for over a hundred years yes. here in Minnesota. Yeah. Like, and they're still doing it. Yeah. And like people like you are excited and you're starting yeah. up on your own. Yeah. I love it. I'm all I get very I get very like homespun around the fair. That's time. good. We need more of that. I know it is. All right, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back for the second hour.